be honest with you guys, I really think this is the most important topic we could talk about because at least in my life and in everyone's life I studied, really, it is how you prepare for your day and how you start your day will dictate how you end your day and how you end your week and how you end your month. And when you win a day, you end up winning a week. And when you win the weeks, you end up winning the month. And when you win the months, you end up winning the years. And eventually when you could win the years, you end up winning your life. And that's what we're all trying to get towards today. So we're doubling back on the morning ritual, but we're also going to add a business ritual in this training as well. If you guys have any questions as we go, please throw them in the chat for us. All right. So I say, master your morning, master your life. That's what I truly believe. All right. Show me how you start your day. I'll show you how you end your day. So we know that thoughts become words, words become actions, actions become habits, habits become your character. And they say, watch your character for it is your destiny. I always say like, I don't care what somebody could do as far as their work ethics or their sales skills. If you just simply tell me that you will execute on habits and a formula to start your day and end your day, and you'll treat every single call the same and literally just follow the script for the way things are supposed to be done when it comes to success, I'll trust that you will perform because at the end of the day, greatness is just a bunch of great actions and habits, you know, lined up and accumulated together. It's all the small things done right over a long period of time. And so many times we forget that the morning is the first domino of the day. And the way you prepare for your business is the first domino in your business. And the way you prepare for yourself is the first domino for yourself. So I learned this and countless books I've read and countless seminars I went to, but people don't like choices, right? Less is more. For example, there was a 401k study done for a company where they actually match your 401k uh, contribution. Okay. And this company was getting 18% people contributing in their 401k plan. And when they went deeper to figure out why, it's because it was like an 18 step process to sign up for the 401k. First, you had to put in your name and your address and then your family information and your gender. And then you had to go into your bank account and your employment history. And then you had to go into your assets. And then you had to go into so many different things and surveys to put your information. The drop-off rate was very high throughout 30% of the process. So meaning as soon as they get to a third of the process, they're dropping off. This company's like, we're matching 401ks and we can't get anybody to sign up. What's going on? So this consulting firm gave them a two-screen process. Four questions on the first one, all drop down, and then multiple choice on the second one, and they were done. And when they switched that and sent it out for a second time the next year, they got 80% participation. Why? Because it was easy to do. Now we can use this context or this example in so many different ways. Like I go to a, a restaurant from offending anybody that drinks wine. I'm sorry. I'm not a big wine guy. I enjoy wine, right? But I don't know much about wine, but they give you a 16 page menu for wine. How many people have been through a 16 page menu for wine to really make a good choice? You went through every single page and you look through it. At the end of the day, all I want to know is, is it white wine or red wine? And is it cheaper or expensive? I need two different questions. Would you like white or wine, sir? White. Would you like expensive or horse shit? Horse shit if I'm cheap and expensive if I'm feeling good. And they even ran that same survey in a restaurant. And they realized that we scare people away from ordering wine with these 16 page wine menu. And you could take this example in so many different ways. You're sending your client eight options. You're probably going to force the client to call their mothers, fathers, cousins, grandmas, aunts, and uncles to make a decision because you're giving them too many choices. Why is less always more? Because willpower as well. For us, less is more. You don't realize that the more choices that we have to make in every single 
single day of our lives causes us to lose willpower. So if I wake up in the morning and I have to make 18 decisions by noon, I'm already wiped out by 1 p.m. But if I automate those decisions and I don't have to think about them, I could use my brain power and my willpower to make decisions that matter. What are all the things you have to use your brain for? I'm talking about from waking up, brushing your teeth. What am I going to wear? Did I fill up gas? If you have electric, did I charge a car? Do I have lunch? Should I pack lunch? Should I work out? Should I not work out? What should I do after my workout? Who do I have to call at work? How should I structure my day? All the things that waste your time. Who's going to take care of the kids? Who's going to do that? Who, what am I going to do after work? Who am I going to see? All the things that you think about throughout your day, write those things down and make a long list of them. Now, after you write down those choices, I want you to draw an arrow to the ones that you could automate. When I say automate, if it's picking an outfit, could you pick it the day before? Could you pick it for all five days? If it's food, could you prep that for the whole week? Or could you make a decision on what you're going to order before the day starts? If it's your schedule and how you're going to attack the day, could you customize that before the week starts? If it's who's going to take care of the kids or personal things, could you customize and automate those things before the week starts? Does anybody out there got one or two they want to share of things they do every single day that they could automate? Hey, it's Andy Varco. Andy, what's up, my brother? How you doing, pal? I'm doing great, man. Every morning I, I wake up, I, uh, I got a bad back, so I got to do therapy on my back, which involves about 30 minutes of therapy. Um, got to get the little one on the bus, which I usually do at night before I go to bed. I make his lunch, get all that set so I don't have to do anything in the morning. I could just focus on my therapy, I do a little bit of reading after therapy, and then I jump in to, uh, I turn my leads on. And what is the difference between the days that you do that stuff and the days that you don't do that stuff and you have to handle it all in the morning? I'm all over the place all day. Would you say that affects the way you start taking those leads? Yeah, it's stressful. I think my personality changes because um, I'm not in the right frame of mind. I feel like there's a lot of stuff that needs to be done that I didn't get done. And I think the clients can hear that through the phone. Well, thanks so much for sharing. And I 100% agree with you. If you're listening to this thinking like, what the hell does this have to do with sales? It has everything to do with sales. The clarity in your mind and everything you do is fully aligned with your sales skills. So I want you guys to write down ways you can automate the choices that you make. And if you need any help with that, you let me know. Thank you.